I've had food poisoning a handful of times in my life, and I've always kind of enjoyed it afterwards because you know you, you get wrung out. Yes. Every last bit of you is out of your system. You feel purged and light and like empty, and I've always found that to be a very nice feeling. Yes. But then you get to feel empty, which is such a nice feeling. I see what you mean. Just that feeling of yeah. being life and light. I get bulimia. I get it. What do you get? That's like that's like food poisoning every day. <laughs> well, it, no, because you don't have the the that feeling of death. You just have the feeling of, I guess, perpetual dysmorphia. Yes. But then you get to feel empty, which is such a nice feeling. I see what you mean. Just that feeling of yeah. being life and light. And yes, yes, yes. I love that feeling. It is a good feeling. This is a pro-Anna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, just, Chris just made a very strange face like he was going to sneeze and then didn't. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't. It's going to happen. It would have been like a really good sneeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think like your sex face is like your I'm going to sneeze face? Yeah, I had a girl once, like, they do impression of me orgasming, and yeah. she had, like, one eye open, one eye closed, <laughs> and then me going, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> like a Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris, and this is Isaac. Howdy. Howdy, howdy, everyone. So, Chris, uh, what do you know about Scientology? I pretty much know what I guess most people know. It, it seems like a multi-level marketing religion. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to get an actual Scientologist's perspective because uh, there's they get a pretty bad rap. I mean, I, I can't think of a single person I've, I've spoken to who doesn't talk about Scientology either negatively or, you know, laugh at the idea of it. Yeah, I mean, I think this podcast is pretty unique because most of the time, anytime I've seen something on Scientology, it's always about ex-Scientologists. Right. But this podcast, we actually have a actual practicing Scientologist. Are you scared? Um, not yet. People, when I went to Clearwater to check out uh, the International Scientology headquarters, everyone told me to be careful, like they were going to do something to me. And in the end, nothing happened. It was like, I kind of, I, I either expected people to tell me to leave or to try and make me stay. And neither of those things happened. Really? Yeah. They were, like, indifferent? Yeah. I felt like it was, like, high school all over again. I was just being ignored by the cool kids. Really? Yeah. I was like, please, please convert me, yeah. please. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, we're good. Yeah, no, I, was, I expected to be evangelized, too. Um, but they largely treated me like I was invisible. It's so funny, day. like, I was thinking, like, you're the first stand-up comedian who's a Scientologist that I've ever met. Like, I've never met another stand-up comedian who's a Scientologist. Like, why, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, why is that? Why don't, don't we have know. enough, is it? I don't know. Um, I don't know that many, I don't know that many comics that are religious, period. I mean, there are, com I mean, there are comics who are Muslim Christian atheist. I've met J Jewish comedian. Like, I've met Jewish, a Jewish comedian. I know, yeah, right? What? <laughs> Jesus, is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, to me. Uh, but uh, it's a unicorn. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, I haven't met any Scientology. Even when I lived out in L.A., you know, I, I yeah, like it's funny. Yeah, like is pun, it? Pun. Do you think like is it what? Why? Like what is it? Like do do? I don't. I don't. I really. I've thought about this. Um, and I, I don't really have an answer. I think it's like there's a certain there's a certain quality that it takes to be like a, a comedian. You have to like take a lot of shit, <laughs> right? Sure, like be critical and like take criticism. Well, just like you're gonna go and bomb a lot. Sure, for the most part. And um, you know, I just I think it like it, it takes a certain kind of person to be willing to like go through that. And, like, I, I, for some reason, you know, I don't know, like, I, I don't know why sort of the Scientology thing has not, 
doesn't really jive with that. Sure. I mean, like I was in New York, you know, mm-hmm. for eight or nine years. I didn't really know anyone that was doing. I mean, were you Scientologist? Did you grow up yeah. Scientologist or no? Oh. I I started out when I was like sixteen. So how old you, you now? Thirty six. Oh, so twenty years in. Yeah, okay, wow. twenty years. Yeah, that's a commitment. Uh, like your family, or just you? Just me. Well, my mom. My mom is. So okay. she kind of. I wasn't really raised with it. Okay, I was just, okay. It was just like you know something that. She kind of like would would teach a certain thing. Sure. I never knew. It was like, oh, this is Scientology. And then you started going to the church and stuff. And then I was basically, uh, I was like 16 and I got in some trouble and she gave me this book. I was basically, I got caught for smoking weed. Yeah. In school. In school? Yeah. Like in the bathroom or something? Yeah, I went to boarding school. So I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, just wait, go home, wait. I know. (laughs) Stupid. Do it on the bus, man. (laughs) That's why she gave me the book. The book was Stop Being an Idiot. Um, And that book is Dianetics? The book is The Way to Happiness. The Way to Happiness. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so I read that. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. It has like a lot of other stuff about just how to basically live a happy life. Like what? I'm I'm curious. Like, don't smoke weed at school <laughs> there's a whole chapter on that no there's a chapter on like don't do drugs or okay. like don't drink alcohol to excess or like uh-huh. don't you know do illegal things or don't like cheat on your you know significant other right well those sound like and, 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 like most every religion i feel like right so what, what was it that resonated with you well there was so there was a, it's like a little bit more of like a, it's almost like a modern Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. but there's like 26 of them. Mm-hmm. So it covers things that aren't covered in like other religious texts. And it also, it's non-religious. So there's no mention of like, if you do this, God is going to like smite you. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, your chances of being happy are a lot lower if you're like, you know, it's the stuff like be productive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, learn, get yourself educated, do things like that, that are just like, you will find them obviously in different tenets of other religions or just, you know, people's beliefs or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's like all like all in one place in a way that's like, okay, you can look at it and be like, all right, this is a sort of a sensible roadmap for mm-hmm. how to like live a, a happier life, basically. So I read that. That seemed to make sense. I read other stuff. I read, you know, Dianetics. Um, and then I started taking some courses and everything I was studying was was really interesting. And before that, um, I'd been really into like Eastern religion and specifically Buddhism and Buddhism was like, I was like, this is the only religion that I've ever made sense mm-hmm. to me. Um, cause it wasn't telling you like, you know, you're born a sinner and whatever. It was more like, you know, how to achieve enlightenment. I was like, always, I was always into that cause I was always into like becoming a better person. Mm-hmm. And so for me, Scientology was sort of gave me the path to to follow a similar goal Mm -hmm. but it was like a lot of practical tools to achieve that and that's what i that's why i gravitated toward it Mm because i'm a kind of a technical person you know i like learning how things work i played you know i've been playing guitar for 20 years you know um i worked on wall street for a decade you know i i like to learn how you know things i like when when i can find out why something happens mm-hmm. but i don't know why something is happening i just won't pay attention to it and so scientology does a, a better job than like buddhism in your mind of being like technical about why something right. makes you happy right yeah. or like who you you know who you are mm-hmm. or what what are we doing here or things like that you know the big questions of life um and so i just everything i was reading made made sense and i just i just stuck with it yeah, because um, when Chris told me he was going to do a, a stand-up show at the Church of Scientology and asked me if I wanted to come, I was like, that sounds really interesting. Right. I've never been. It's always been this this thing that kind of existed in um, you know, a, a pejorative light, right? People say things yeah. about it, but I wanted to go. I'm of the mind, I want to go see it for myself and like make my own choice and right. not just listen to what someone else says. So do you think that maybe there aren't so many comics in Scientology because – um, it's it's sensitive. Like you, could be, yeah. You, you guys are given a bad rap. Yeah, it, there's there's definitely um, you know, a sort of like a an aura of, I guess, unapproachableness. I think to it mm-hmm. in a lot of a lot of people's minds. Um, you know, I think if you actually go to a church, you you would find it's not like that, and and 
probably, I mean, I, I've been around for a long time, so I don't really have the same perspective, but you know, someone like Chris or whatever could probably answer that better. But like, yeah, I think it's, it's been a little bit of like a, a distant, you know, a distant subject, you know, um, is there like work within the church to be like, you know what, maybe we need to seem more approachable or seem like, you know, we're not as sensitive as we were, you know, 10 years ago, like sort of re just revamp themselves. Yeah. I think there is, especially like, like there's a whole team. Have a sense of humor about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a whole like TV network base that was like, you know, you can like see like inside a church and like what it's like and like, what are the beliefs are and all these different, all these different things, I think in an attempt to basically, or an effort to just show people like, this is not, you know, like a, a closed off group or anything that's like secretive. It's like very much the opposite. Yeah. And you seem like the perfect ambassador for it. Like being a comic is such a great way of cutting the tension. Yeah. And yeah. So it seems like that you're the first and only one that we've all known of or heard of. Yeah, you'd seem like the perfect person to go out there and kind of like dispel a lot of uh, rumors or like misconceptions about the church. Yeah. Well, I think comedy. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, comedy is a great, a great avenue for that because it brings people together. And like Chris was saying this, I think even on the show, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's, you have people come in from all different backgrounds and, um, you know, races, religions or whatever. And comedy is like a laughter is a very unifying, uh, force, mm-hmm. yes. right? Because everyone laughs. It's a universal language. Um, except sometimes when I'm on stage, <laughs> um, you'll get them next time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But, uh, and, and it does, it breaks the tension, it breaks right. the ice, you know, yeah. and after the show, like, you know, I know people were coming up to you and saying how much they enjoyed your yeah, set nice, yeah. and, you know, the first show people really liked it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then you're meeting people, mm-hmm. right? And I know like people will share like social media and, you know, um, you know, connect in other ways after that. Right. And that, I think that's, that's a great thing for any, you know, any group. And like, especially in today's world where like, we're so isolated, you know, in, in our social media bubble or, yeah, our, yeah. or our, you know, political bubble or whatever, um, you know, to give an o- opportunity for people to interact and broaden their horizons. Chris, what was it like for you going to the show? I mean, like, what, what, take me take me through, like, your thought process and, like, experiencing it. And Sure. Yeah. So I, I lived in L.A. I've been to the Celebrity Center. I've been to the one on Hollywood Boulevard. I'm not sure if it's still there anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a number of years. So... And obviously, like, I have my perception of Scientology through the media, articles, whatnot. So, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? They're having a comedy show there. It's probably going to be fun. You know, we're all going to laugh, right? Uh, I went in, though, a little leery. You know, I, I, I saw so many cameras in the church. I was like, I felt like I was on the, the pit of a casino. Like, oh, you guys think I'm going to steal one of these books? What's going on over here? Don't make know? weird, like, adjustments. Yeah, like, making, I'm tying my shoe signaling to yeah, my 75-year-old exactly. uh, <laughs> companions. Like, let's fucking hit the register, guys. Um, but I, So I thought that was a little strange for a church. There's so many uh, cameras. But uh, everyone was very friendly. Um, I remember going in. People, they, you know... You guys were all about safety with COVID. Masks, yeah, very COVID gloves. conscious. Yeah. I, quick side tangent here. Um, what is the vaccination sort of policy in, in, within Scientology? I don't think there is one. There isn't? Yeah. But you'd say most people For are. For or against. Yeah. I've heard both, honestly. Yeah. Some people are. It, it kind of depends where you are in the country. So it doesn't come honestly. down from like on above where it's no. just like this is the policy what yeah they don't like, have yeah. they don't they don't really have there's no like health you know it's like a religious organization right so it's not, right. They're not like pushing any kind of health agenda or political right. agenda or any, anything like that so you know you don't have to be vaccinated to like go to a church okay. for instance or like okay. do a do a course right in sidebar to sidebar is like florida scientology like tampa scientology totally different than like la like i think all- yeah because LA is like Hollywood, and Hollywood has sure. its own like ethos, or even Portland. You know what I mean? Any city, yeah. like everyone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like Florida, definitely. You know, Florida is its own animal, sure, sure, <laughs> as, sure, sure. as, we, as we've all seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know, LA has its own sensibilities on. Sure, you know, definitely. It's and got the Hollywood vibe, right? And Hollywood has its, its, you know. Is the interpretation different? Um, you know, for Scientology, it's not. You know, because like the whole thing about the religion is like it's very uniform um, because they have all the books and things like that 
intact, right? It's not like it has been passed down for 2000 years. So there's no like interpretation of like, oh, this is, you know, there's no different factions of it. Denominations. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's the same in, you know, New York as it is in NLA and, you know, Australia. Okay, mm-hmm. got it, got it. So, but anyway, you know, going in, I um, obviously I, like I was put on a tour to see everything, which was really nice. A mm-hmm. uh, young lady sort of showed me the history of Scientology and how it's impacted uh, the world, the pro- literacy literacy programs. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little interesting though. She told me, I think one prison they stopped violence ninety nine percent, which I thought was a little. I was like, how's that possible? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, what are they doing? Like, <laughs> man, I need that, man. Kill them, they stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just killed all the prisoners. That's why there's no violence. Um, but uh, it was it was unique. It was a little um, it was a little like awkward per se. Like uh, I had been in a church for a while. I grew mm-hmm. up Baptist. Just just being in a church yeah. is a little different, a little strange. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But uh, I remember going into the venue and I'm like, oh wow, this is great. You guys have a great stage, uh, but you know, it was beautiful so building, like beautiful cool, building, cool building, beautiful yeah, building. Like the iconography and the architecture was like just like beautiful. You know, I feel like people don't give credit to that. And you guys inhabit yeah. a, a historic cigar building, right? Which I think is great because I, I don't know what that building was prior to you guys inhabiting it. But I think it was abandoned. It was abandoned. Yeah. So pretty, you I'm guys sure, yeah. sort of took that infrastructure and you know put uh, made it beautiful. Yeah. So go to the venue. You know, just a nice regal stage. Elrond is in a bust staring at me and all the other audience members. Like, what's up, buddy? You know, so cool <laughs> to like see him. And then I guess the 26 commandments that you mentioned were on the wall. I didn't know what those were, but they were like these sort of like... Yeah, those were like a lot of the principles of okay, like, okay. religion. And um, yeah, it, it, it is an amazing building. And, uh, you know, I've I've been to church before. I've been to synagogues and temples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little different because you can. It's more like interactive, I guess I would say. You know, you're not just like listening. To oh, yeah, there's LCD screens talk. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also like you're, you know, you're doing courses and things like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. You know, there's seminars and workshops and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, so there's there's like, it's a little bit more than like just going on a Sunday and. Yes. Getting, Ta- getting the your pastor. fix and then you know sure. taking off or whatever. Do you guys do like Sunday dinner? Like they do Sunday service. Sunday service. Yeah. There's no like all right, everyone bring you know bring your, your collard greens. They do some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, yeah no what's, collard what's, your, what's your typical Scientology meal? Like, is there yeah. like a, a, a holiday? Yeah. Course? It depends. Yeah. There's no uh, there's no like denominational you know mm. like meals or whatever right, right. like an easter thing or whatever golden corral everybody we're gonna go in the corral afterwards come <laughs> yeah, on now exactly. <laughs> well, what, was exactly. your, what was your stand-up set like how did it feel performing on the stage it felt good it felt really loose you know i i felt you went, like you went first i went first yeah right after yeah. Yeah. yeah set the tone i just opened with like you know just growing up black asian household uh i did some riffs on scientology uh, I think there were some people from Israel in front of me. Did a nice little riff on Israel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna keep that one in the pocket if I go to Israel. Um, <laughs> you know, Shabbat Shalom. What's up? Yeah. Um, any, any bookers out there? Yeah, right. Um, and I just I wrote a few Scientology jokes that were just like playful. You know, I thought they were pretty playful, and everyone laughed, which I thought was super cool. And uh, you know, kind of made fun of Elron, just like teased him a little bit. And then I asked if there were any black Scientologists. Some woman in the front, like, "Oh, they're out there," which I thought was so fun. Like they're aliens. <laughs> like they're they're out there somewhere. If you look, you look enough. Um, the room was all white except for me and JJ. But it was really cool just to see you open, and also see just like anytime I look, I go to a comedy show. I watch the comics, and then I also are you calling the police on access? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That's enough, Chris. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, uh, but uh, you're about to swat us right now on the yeah. podcast. But uh, I love watching the comics, obviously, and I love watching the audience members watch the comics. And what I thought was so interesting is like there was like a bifurcation in the audience. Like there was one side was laughing, and the other half was like cross armed, a little uncomfortable because <laughs> like the comics they did their set, but like to perform in the Church of Scientology is such a novel experience, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. comics you. You know, a, a great, a good comic, a decent comic, will comment on their environment, especially if it's somewhere, somewhere novel. And so everyone's sort of commenting on the environment, and then 
giving their take on Scientology. And I think right. I sort of opened up, opened that up a little bit. But as the comics progressed, they started getting more uh, just honest with their sort of like opinion or questions about Scientology. Um, I know initially when I know we weren't allowed to like videotape our sets. Um, why is that, by the way? Why couldn't we videotape our sets? Um, I don't know that you can't. Well, there was a sign outside, like, no video, audio. So, yeah, that's, like, that's like they don't want people basically, like, taking videos of, like, random things and taking them out of context. Okay, but, like, gotcha. yeah, you're doing your comedy set. Like, the first show, I think a bunch of, like, I think Jared and Nate both, both taped their sets. Okay, I was in the impression that I wasn't allowed to. Excuse me, so. Yeah. Um, no, that's, yeah, it's it's not for, like, your own. Okay, got whatever, it, got it, comedy. got it. Um. And everyone was awesome, though. Like, the crowd was great. Uh, you know, the ones that were, like, enjoying themselves. And even afterwards, everyone was just so... Uh, they were they were having fun. Some people were like, oh, how do I get into stand-up? I'm like, oh, you should, but Dick should book you. Why is Dick book, yeah, why is Dick booking you? Uh, I'll, you know, I'll book you. Um, and then... But I know there was an issue where, like, uh, I guess church admin had some issues with my initially with my video and, and the headliners video yeah, I don't know not, if all not the, yours yours was not a problem but someone, well initially it was but then i know we no, we it had was, some emails and exchanges like confusion right yeah basically it was never an issue with yours there was, was never an issue okay was, i thought they had an issue with like the whole show or whatever and okay like, we're not going to release any of the video and i yeah. was like okay so then i told you like hey sorry we can't get you your video then it turns out it was actually there were two people that were saying stuff in their set that was like inaccurate or like derogatory. And it was like, look, we would be idiots to like sure. put video out of like somebody making fun of our church. Right. But that's that we, yeah. that we took that's <laughs> in the was, church. Right? Well, that's like, why I was a bit if you go to, if you go to a comedy club and you make fun of a church, like, you know, whatever, sure. go for it. But if you're in someone's building and yeah. they're, you know, send you the courtesy of inviting you to entertain them and whatever. And then they're, they're videotaping it. And then they're like, Oh yeah, here, take the video of you shitting on us. Um, you know, that would be well, like, I, I think not the comic, really the smartest, uh, PR. Sure. Sure. But it's a, that's the thing going back to like the church, getting sort of like this reinterpretation with like marketing and how people perceive the church. I think this comic, J.J. Curry, hilarious Tampa comic. Look him up. If you haven't heard of him, he's a yeah, very, very Dave. funny guy. Hilarious That's why Dick booked him, and he'll book yeah. him again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I uh, I think that he was actually, like, he was comparing the church to Christianity because he grew up Christian. And he honestly thought, like, uh, he could, he was saying how, like, they're like the pimps of religion, you know? <laughs> and uh, he was honestly saying Scientology is like way better and smarter than Christianity. He didn't understand it, but he's like, oh yeah. man, I get you guys. Well, like, yeah. I kind of like, understand it because the first thing he said when he got on stage was, I'm too high for this. <laughs> yeah. And after the show, I went up to him and I'm like, you know, they, like, they're like they against drugs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, nobody told me that. Yeah. I, was, like, yeah, I didn't do a good job of explaining uh, that. I was like, it's a clean show, but I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really. Set you say the, sober show. The ground rules, <laughs> yeah. clearly enough. Uh, so that's my fault. But, uh, yeah, I mean, JJ is, is hilarious. Um, you know, and, and people are going to have their own their own takes on totally things. Totally get it. Right? Totally get I mean, it. That's, mm -hmm. You know, I, I think it's good to have a sense of humor about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the things that this world is sorely lacking. Um, and so, you know, I'm glad you could come out and, and do it. And, you know, hopefully we'll do more and, and get more people out there. Because yeah. I had a blast. Yeah, I thought it was super fun. I think I'm glad that you're doing that. I hope you do that more. Like, I think if you did like a summer series, maybe yeah. even try to get some headliners out there, some yeah, other totally. headliners, you know? There's a novelty to it. And sure. when you are marketing yourself as a comedian, do you leave out the Scientology part? Um, I don't, it's not really part of my act. No. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not, it's not something I promote. Right. Um, I just think like the, I for, would, for me, it's like the novelty. Yeah, it is I would. Like, yeah. If like someone were to pitch to me, uh, hey, come check out Dick, the stand-up comedian, I'd be like, okay. Or someone's like, come check out Dick, the Scientologist comedian, I'd be like, okay, what's that about? Yeah. What's that like? Because it is, it's it's an unknown, you know? I think we get um, our understanding of it through popular media, right? Like South Park sure. episode or yeah. something like that. And um, or all like the documentaries that are coming out, and you know, very little first person 
And after right. after being yeah. in, in in media and journalism for a while, like I think that you should just like you know sometimes Donald Trump does say something right, and fake news is just like spot on. <laughs> like shit is fucking fake. Uh, and for so sure. that's why like I like doing hands-on stuff, experiencing it. So that's why it's like really cool having you on the show and asking these questions because I've never like I don't think ever like the first time I my first experience with Scientology was actually in Tel Aviv. Um, there's a oh, wow. there's a beautiful old uh, theater that they converted into I don't know if it's a church but it's like it has the whole like uh, like stations like computer video oh, stations okay. everywhere yeah. and I went in there because it was so hot <laughs> I was like I need to go inside somewhere because I'm I was like backpacking through the middle east and europe and so i just like wandered in because it was nice and cool yeah. and i just like hung out there for a while and like talked to people and you know i did a bunch of the stations and, and then the sun went down i was like okay I got <laughs> but um yeah like for for you growing up scientologist i mean you're you've been a scientologist for most of your life now right about half yeah about half yeah um like do you did you ever feel like persecuted growing up yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of misinformation, false information. I mean, there's misinformation about everything, mm-hmm. especially today. Um, you know, but because the church is uh, very vocal about, you know, uh, the dangers of psychiatric drugs, for instance, or any drug, really, recreational drugs, mm-hmm. all these things. Um you know, they get a lot of flack because they're going up against a lot of big money, just like anyone who goes up against big money. Right. Mm. Um, and you know, people would have all kinds of misconceptions and, um, you know, so it was, it is tough at, at certain points. And then, you, you know, you get like whatever South park comes out and then it's like, everyone thinks you're like out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I always, sort of fell back on is like, well, just look for yourself. You know what I mean? Like I was, I'm like you, like I don't, I don't really take people's opinions as fact, Mm -hmm. you know, or something that I see on like a cartoon. Um, you know, I always go and look at whatever the primary source is, um, whether it's, you know, religion, whether it's, you know, medicine, um, you know, world history, whatever the case is, uh, I like to f- I like to sort of go as as um, original as I can, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I just encourage everyone. I was like, just I mean, it, the books are out there. You know, there's websites. There's now there's a TV channel. I mean, it's like it's pretty. When are services like when is it, like if someone wants to go to Church of Scientology, when is the best time to go? You can go to like a there's like a Sunday service. It's kind of like a, a sermon on you know some topic. Music good? You got good music? Gospel? <laughs> we don't have gospel. Is gospel. there any music during the service? They do. Uh, there's no like. There's no, no like choir. I mean, they'll have like. They'll have like. Like kind of like we did at the show. Like okay. there'll be like a DJ or whatever. Oh fuck, a DJ you at church. I mean? Hell like, yeah. like someone will like play some like you know, whatever kind of like uplifting music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bangers. Um, L- and Laron, DJ Laron <laughs> Hubbard. <laughs> Hey man, I would go to that church, man. <laughs> um, but it's great. I mean, it's free. Uh, they they usually do like they have like a you know a buffet stuff. I don't think they're doing that now because oh, of all man. this thing going on. Um, but yeah, you can come in and check it out, and you know it's like an hour True. or whatever. Well, but what's uh, I'm curious about like growing up for you, like can, do any instances stick out in your mind when you felt when someone was like cruel to you for being a Scientologist? I mean, people like when I would tell them would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> like. You know, it, it, they would just, they had no idea, mm-hmm. you know, um, and there there's sort of this idea of like, you know, it's this like thing for only celebrities. Right. Or it's like, oh, it's only for rich people or, you know, whatever. And it's like it's really not. I mean, it's, you know, people from all walks of life are into it. Um, you know, there's free courses, there's free seminars, there's free workshops, free lectures, whatever. Um, but I'm like, you know, it's, it's a religion, right? So it's like, it's somebody's ultimately it's like about your own personal experience, Mm -hmm. um, and spirituality. So I always find it kind of strange when someone would like criticize that Mm -hmm. was like, okay, well what, you know, like what is your solution? Right. Right. To this situation. Yeah. I always found it kind of funny. I, I, I do wonder, uh, 
the kind of uh, negative press and just the general feeling towards Scientology has always kind of felt um, excessive to me. Like com- comparing to any religion, like you know, whatever right. the like the ontology or theology of uh, Scientology might be, like honestly, it's no crazier than like Judaism or like, Mormonism. Sure. And, and like I, I know what's happening in Clearwater right now is that uh, the church has bought up a ton of commercial property, right? And everyone's upset about that. Personal, and they, they and I guess the criticism is that they like are just leaving it empty, and. Personally, I prefer developers just to buy stuff and not do anything with it because I like I'd rather have someone buy land and then just leave it land instead of like putting a right, putting fucking a Starbucks. Rise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and a lot of people don't know this, but the Mormon Church is the largest single property owner in the state of Florida. Wow! And they're about to destroy a big part of the Florida corridor, and yet like they don't get the amount of hate that right. the Church of Scientology gets. So I, I'm trying to figure out why that is. I well, think the, maybe because <clears throat> that time has passed, right? Like, how old is Mormonism? Not that old. A couple hundred years I old. I mean, relative to Scientology, I think that time of hate has passed. The, mean, the U.S. Army did invade Utah at one point. Really? Yeah. So, I think at some point people just need to, they'll start embracing Scientology. It's just like someone's belief. I still know? don't embrace Mormons, so I hope, they, I hope they go a different route. <laughs> you would hug one, though, if someone came to you, right? feel their like weird underwear <laughs> underneath well, th- so the thing is like it goes back to like again um you know they're striking out like some pretty hot button issues and like there was an article i don't know 20 years ago or maybe even in the 90s right and like time magazine wrote like this big article and it turns out what had happened was uh scientology had published some kind of um expose or something on one of like Eli Lilly's drugs, like Prozac, I think it was and how it was like very dangerous and had all these side effects and like people should be like very concerned about it. Mm -hmm. And it ended up hurting their business. Right. And so then they went to their public relations firm and was like, you got to do something about this. Mm -hmm. Like these guys are killing our business. So a couple weeks later, a couple months later, this huge piece comes out in time that was like not accurate. It was basically a hit piece, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, what's happening to Joe Rogan now, right? It's like something, someone co- hits out like a big corporate interest, mm-hmm. pharmaceutical in this case, or in both cases, and all of a sudden, from everywhere, they start getting attacked, right? And it's from so many places that it looks legitimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, that's the world we live in, where, you know, yeah. if you threaten someone's bottom line, they were going to come after you. And it does seem odd as well, because... There aren't that many Scientologists. I mean, how many Scientologists are there in the world? I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it's like you think about, you know, um, think about the amount of Catholics there are, right? Think about some of the things that have happened in that religion. And you don't necessarily see, you know, the same coverage. And it's a much, you know, by population, right, much larger Mm -hmm. uh, issue, right, just by the number of parishioners. So it does kind of like for me – Whenever I see stuff like that now, I just, if I see a huge media firestorm about this, I'm always kind of skeptical. Like, what is, what is the agenda? Right. You know what I mean? What are they, what angle? Because as you know, right, in the media, there's always an angle, mm-hmm. right? There's always something that you're looking for. There's a story you're trying to tell. Were there any parts of Scientology as you, you know, because it, it's, it's kind of like an expanding like religion, like you level up, right? As you keep going, you get introduced to like more and more technical things. Yeah. Were there any parts that were like hard to swallow? We were kind of like this, like this doesn't make sense to me, or this is like a little much. There's, um, you know, th- not really. I mean, the thing about it is it's, it's very practical. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot of like really abstract or, um, theoretical things you can Um, apply everything that you're learning yeah for the most part and that's why i like it i mean like i said i'm a very technical person i like figuring things out and so that's why it appealed to me where where are you right now like sort of like in terms of like your education in the church um i've done probably 10 or 15 different courses Um, how long does a course typically take it depends um some of them can take 
months. Mm -hmm. Some of them can take, you know, and you have to, like you have a to week or two weeks. You have to pay for the course, right? Uh, you donate. You donate. So um, right. basically, you're, the way that the church basically stays afloat is the people who are using it are the one that support it, mm -hmm. right? So if you're going to do a service, you donate for it. And is there like a keeps is the it, doors open? Is it like the way in like a, the Christian church with tithing, where it's like ten percent of your? Or is there like no. there is just like is it donate as you as much as you want, or is Fine there like an actual number? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's basically like the the people that are people that are sort of benefiting from the services are the ones that you know help you know support the churches and keep them you know keep them maintained, keep the doors open. They also support a lot of like humanitarian campaigns. Um, you know, you probably saw some of the drug education stuff. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they hand out, uh, they do like, a, there's a volunteer minister program, uh, which goes to like, does disaster relief all over the world. Mm -hmm. Are they the, political in, the in any regard? Like, were they involved no. in Black Lives Matter or anything No, like it's that? completely apolitical. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, which is probably smart. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, so, so the donations fund all those, you know, kind of worldwide mm -hmm you know, humanitarian endeavors as well as the individual churches. So what else do people get wrong about the church though? Cause like the stuff you see in South park with like the alien species that existed on earth, you know, thousands of years ago. And that like the memories are like why we suffer today. You know, I honestly, <laughs> yeah, South park. I mean, uh, I, that is for sure wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, which part is wrong? I mean, there's nothing about aliens yeah. in any of the scripture. Oh, okay. At least that I've read. Uh huh. Um, you know, a lot of people think it's closed, uh, which is very far the opposite. What do you mean closed? Like, oh, it's like secretive, or you're, oh, you okay. know, only certain people can go in, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I guess those are probably the two biggest ones. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I would just say like. The, I mean, you can go to a library and get one of the books like for free. Right. You know, yeah, they're, I've anybody. Seen, I've, seen them I've seen them in those little like cubbies outside of like suburban neighborhoods. Where yeah. It's, like, take I one mean, like it's I so, saw some Dynamics. Yeah, recently. it's so like readily available. Like any, if you if you are curious about it, I mean, there's a million avenues to like satisfy your your curiosity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think one of the things that people Unfortunately, because because a lot of it has been, you know, from stuff like South Park or, you know, HBO or whatever, which is just, you know, so completely misinformed. People just get the wrong idea mm -hmm. that like, oh, it's like, you know, for only certain people or, um, you know, uh, it, it has certain beliefs that are like, like the human trafficking angle. Uh, I don't even I've never heard that. Oh, OK. But uh yeah, I mean, like that's the, the, the Sea Org. Yeah, they have to like sign like a billion-year contract. Well, yeah. So I mean, there are definitely like really dedicated people that <laughs> you know have devoted their whole lives to it. Um, but I mean, I would never be involved in something that was like <laughs> doing anything remotely close to. Yeah. You know what is sometimes described as? I mean, when I see something that's that sensational, mm -hmm. like no no law enforcement agency in the country would ever allow you know stuff like that to happen period to any organization right so if you see something like that like immediately for me or for anyone who is like a sentient person like an alarm bell should go off like right. this is right exaggerated so you know i mean like and that's that's with any news right you know, anytime i see stuff like that you know i think or most i think logical people will go like this just doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, obviously, you know, you would not have a religion with like this many celebrities or whatever that was engaging in, you know, whatever is being discussed. Why don't you think like the truth Scientology hasn't like had like a mainstream documentary or, or a campaign just to be like, we're regular people just like you guys. We're just well, like they do. I mean, they have it on their own, but I'm saying, on their own platform. But why not, you know, pitch a show on ABC or have a documentary it, to react to going clear like i think that would be awesome i church, don't know right? if, i mean they may have perhaps they yeah, may i have don't done think... it and not gotten picked up I sure mean, sure because the thing the thing you got to realize is like look who funds you know most of these networks right who are the biggest advertisers 
Five times drug companies. <laughs> he almost said the J word. No, I was gonna say Ben Gay. I mean, you've seen uh, you've seen that you've seen that Joe Rogan. I'm sure probably uh, which one post or reel or whatever where it's like every news organization brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Right, and it's like you know. 60 minutes anderson cooper but how help me understand like so how in terms of the pharmaceutical i've been in the museum of death in, in la as well like the in terms of pharmaceuticals and drugs is it complete like like uh like uh abstinent or like what to what degree well it's basically like don't do harmful drugs what does that mean so like something that's going to like alter your you know mental condition or you know heart cause physical harm sure any drug, I mean, it's like, just not vitamin C can kill you if you take too much Advil. vitamin C. Right? Yeah. Advil, blood I think thinners. it can kill you. you. You probably just crap yourself. Uh, with ad, I mean, yeah, Advil. You, yes, blood you could, but like, and... yeah, if you if you need a life saving drug, sure, no one you know from Scientology is going to say no. Mm-hmm. It's more like don't do something that's going to hurt you. Is there a push? Or don't do something like the biggest thing is like psychiatric drugs that are a given to people for diseases that are questionable at sure. best, right? Yeah. Under, right, Under yeah, yeah. pretexts that are, like, not really scientifically grounded. Sure. Um, that's the big, a big one because it's, yeah. like, this is causing major, major problems for people, right? It's, like, you give a depressed person something that can cause them to have suicidal thoughts. Right. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? No, or, I'm, I'm right there with or, that, or, yeah. Or, you know, a, a person who's, like, unstable getting something that's, like, could cause them to, like, have homicidal ideation, I mean, right? Like, I, those are, those are, like, <laughs> I, it's... It worked for some people. You know, I have a, a family member or two. They had issues with depression, suicidal tendencies, and mental health, uh, the talking cure, talking to a therapist, in, mm-hmm. in, in addition to psychiatric drugs, really helped them out. I'm curious, in the church, is there, like, perhaps groups of people within the church who... You know, they adhere to Scientology. They love Scientology, but maybe they want to take some psychiatric drugs to help them with whatever they have. Are there are there maybe groups within the church who maybe have those beliefs and that probably not because a lot of what the what the what the tools of Scientology and Dianetics, which mm. is basically the the mental study of it, sure. deal with is ways to alleviate those conditions sure. without needing drugs. Because the, the thing about the drugs is most of the time you're on them for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't really like fix the problem. They're just something there to help you deal with it. Right. Or Mm -hmm. not have as bad of symptoms or whatever it is. Um, You know, the goal of what they do in the church is to find the underlying cause of whatever the issue is and then fix that so that you're no longer dealing with the problem. Okay. So like an extreme example, someone has schizophrenia, it's okay if they take psychiatric drugs, though, to deal with that. Well, there are other ways of handling that that don't necessarily require drugs. Now, like, they, really? church doesn't S- deal with, 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 like, insanity. That's not really what they're trying to, to handle. But, you know, for instance, a lot of, a lot of mental issues are, have nutritional components to them. Sure, sure. Right? Someone's malnourished or they're, um, they're sleep-deprived, mm-hmm. right? Or they have some kind of nutritional imbalance or defect they smoke or whatever. cigarettes, so don't take the patch. <laughs> don't chew the gum. Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, or they're in an environment that's, like, incredibly chaotic, right? And sure, they're, sure. Or they're being abused, or you know what right. I mean? Or they have been abused. But and so a lot of times if you take them out of that environment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you give them proper rest, you give them nutrition, a lot of times these things... Self-care. Like, just basic self-care. Well, even sometimes more than that. I mean, sometimes they may need to, like, you know, go to a different place where they're not constantly being bombarded by all of these, you know, stimulants that are causing them to, like, get really worked up. Like a rehab? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, even there are studies that show that, like, taking a walk has as as good um, impact for someone with depression as taking an SSRI. So what, what, you know, in, in Buddhism... You know, people debate calling it a religion or not, right? They're like, yeah, it's not, but it is. Depends on you know, you know, Theravada, Mayana, like all the different sects, and you know, some of the stuff has some pretty uh, like out there theology. But like when you call Scientology a religion, what makes it a religion? It sounds to me like if it's technical, it's it's just self help or 
Like, why why call it a religion? Yeah, it kind of is, except that it's dealing with um, like the, the the human spirit. Right. Right. That's that's where the religious aspect of it. So what in. what's what what is spiritual then? Because what you're saying like makes sense to me. You're, you're you're pointing out different studies. You're pointing out like pretty commonsensical like things. What what about the spirit then? Like, does it get into those uh, like ethereal, immater- immaterial sort of concepts? Yeah, it does. It it does it in a way that is. Um, more technical probably than most other religions which is why i was attracted to it what do you mean by, okay how, how, i guess that's why I, I don't understand like what how do you get technical about the spirit so for one thing it has like very uh precise definitions of like you know what is the spirit how what is what are the components of a person right mm-hmm. are you are you a body are you a mind are you a spirit like what are you right and, and, and it addresses that um, and it also addresses ways to basically become more of yourself, right? Become more of your own, your own spirit. Because in, in Scientology, it was discovered that a person actually is the spirit, right? It's not like something you have. It's that's what you actually are, right? You have a body, mm-hmm. but you are a spirit. So it addresses that in such a way that you can actually become more in contact with that aspect. And when you do that, you you become more able, you become happier, um, you know, you are able to achieve more in your life, which is the whole point of it. Is there an afterlife in Scientology? Uh, what they found is that people have actually have lived before and will continue to live after their, their body departs. It's like reincarnation. Kind of except that reincarnation is like a very specific sort of, there's a caste, mm-hmm. right? System in reincarnation. So if you didn't do it right you know you come you might not come back as a human you might come back as something else right, right? you always come back as a human in Scientology. yeah correct is there heaven or hell or someplace you no go? no nope you basically you, you come right back here which is why they do a lot of philanthropic work because you know if you think about it if you're going to come right back here uh and it things are just perpetually getting worse your next lifetime is not going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm so that's why, you know, there's all, all these sort of aid campaigns and the volunteer mm-hmm. minister thing I was talking about and, mm-hmm. you know, truth about drugs and whatever, because they're basically trying to make the world a better place. Sure. Because we're coming back. <laughs> well, I'm curious then, like, what's a, a typical sort of experience for a Scientologist? Like for Southern Baptist, you know, Sunday, you, you might be on the step team, you might be in the choir, you might, uh, you know, you have like a service, you maybe... Maybe you're helping the deacons with something, and then afterwards there's like a dinner. Um, there might be, you know, prayer, prayer team, things like that. What do you? What, what's like a sort of a typical experience in like a Scientologist church? It's kind of different for okay. every person. I mean, it's it's a very sort of individually tailored thing, yeah. you know, because people people want to achieve different things, you know, in their life. Some people might have trouble with their marriage, right? So they might take like a course on improving their marriage. Okay. You know, you might have trouble with your finances. You take a course on how to improve your finances. Mm-hmm. Um, and you how know, do you become a teacher then? Like, how, can anyone do that? Well, uh, so all the courses are basically self-directed. So there's no like, online learning, e-learning. No, no, no. Um, well, they do have they do have online courses, but um, it's not like you don't learn from a teacher. You have like a, a course book. Okay. Okay. Kind of like a textbook. Sure. Like a workbook, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just do the lessons in the course, and then you know someone checks them out and you know is there if you need help or answer questions right. but it's like you kind of go through it at your own pace really has there been so a cheating scandal yet <laughs> you're all, I, no not to my knowledge <laughs> not to my, this guy made it to level 99 in two like, days <laughs> yeah sort of dumb because it's like you're kind of cheating yourself yeah it's funny no I, it's like not to be i mean you're like you're, you're there for your own you know personal Indeed. enrichment so yeah. it's like <laughs> there's no lower laughlin shortcut the system yeah. you know you just you're cheating number one. Yeah, right. You come back as a number two pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. With a bad eraser. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, what? what oh, so you you're a teacher. So this is this is where it's really coming yeah, from. Right. You're like, can I? <laughs> but I'm maybe curious. this is a niche for me. Yeah, niche there. <laughs> what do you want people to know about Scientology that they you think they should know or would would benefit them? I I guess it's probably a lot more approachable than people realize. Mm-hmm. Um, which you guys probably saw, you know, when you were Oh, there. yeah, everyone's yeah, super yeah. weird. Especially, like, you know, the COVID thing uh, is, 
they're very serious and strict about about COVID. The glove thing was weird. They don't want people. Yeah, I, it's not. You know, that was like first phase. I don't COVID. make the rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, but like outside of that, like I mean, anybody can walk into like any church anywhere and get you know a tour, do a seminar. You know, yeah. The the it, I never felt quite evangelized too. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, it was a very soft evangelizing. It was kind of like yeah, come check it out. Um, have you ever turned someone into a Scientologist, like personally? I don't think you really can. Like, I, it's because it's it's a personal decision. But you can like get someone interested in it. You get them to sign. Yeah, up you could, or you something could, like sure, that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could tell them about it, but like, you yeah. can't really make someone. I mean, I don't know if you can make someone be any religion. I well, mean, I guess like, you could like if you're marrying someone and they want you to convert or whatever. Like, do you have to do that in Scientology? Do you have to like no no. No, I mean, you don't even really have to convert like people. There are people who are like you saw like the Israeli people mm-hmm. at the show. They were like Jewish and they were Scientologists. Yeah, you can be any religion and still be a Scientologist. Yeah, because right? it, it doesn't really have like a dogma about like True. God or the Supreme Being. Right? Like, so people, except except for like the 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 death and and sort of repeating your life. I mean, like it, that would go against uh, a lot of Judaic theology i mean in terms of what happens to you when you die like that that's pretty explicit that seems like a real schism yeah i mean i don't know there are people who i guess have somehow reconciled those two things Mm -hmm. or maybe there are aspects of judaism that they still hold and they you know think that they will come back you know and maybe they differ with that aspect of it i i really don't know Mm um you know but i think that is one of the aspects that makes it attractive for a lot of people is that you don't have to like abandon your you know traditions or your religion or whatever to to be part of it um you know and it's it's also it's like one of the things i liked about it was it was you're not really required to believe anything it's like there are certain principles you inspect them for yourself and if you agree with them then you can use them i mean Mm -hmm. that's the whole the whole point is like to improve yourself so it's like it doesn't really do anyone any good to be like you have to do this i'm curious then are there like inside jokes in scientology of like a lazy scientologist (laughs) versus a good scientologist (laughs) i'm a bad scientologist i'm a good like is there any inside jokes about like oh he's man he's not he didn't turn in his workbook for a month man (laughs) or like slang yeah maybe slang slang. what what do you call non-scientologists like in harry potter mudbloods like is it like science deniers like (laughs) (laughs) what do you call them not not really yeah. um you know it's like it's a pretty new thing so I, what you know, the religion itself yeah i mean the religion sure. itself is like 50 years old sure sure there's so, gonna be like some internal jargon there like internal like uh, just like anecdotes or adages right um not i mean there may be there there may be that i just don't know about okay, okay. um you get one of them old, like um, old timers. Oh, Scientology. I was, I knew Elron. We played scuttleball together. You know. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of a, it's a newer thing. So I don't think there are, you know, I don't think there's as much like. Dude, we should uh, just make the sling up right now. <laughs> yeah. What gonna, what's what the going? n-word for Scientologist? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going there. <laughs> But uh, no, I, uh, I, I just I'm fascinated by Scientology. I think it's any religion, and uh, I'm curious just like what the inside baseball is, and you know, so come hang out, man. Come, hang come, out, come, yeah. come, come out to Sunday brunch. All right, Sunday brunch. Yeah. So you, wait, I thought you guys weren't doing food. I think they're gonna bring it back at some point. And it's free, right? Yeah. Isn't there like a Elrond Hubbard's birthday is March 13th? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like the big holiday for you guys, right? Well, it's not really a holiday, but they do like a big event. And, what uh, happens at the big event? And they talk about like you know news from around the world and what mm-hmm. the church's been doing and that kind of stuff. Um, like song, there's no songs or like prayers or anything like that. Yeah, no, not really. There's not really a lot of prayers. Book? Really, no, it's no not really. Book? It's not really a praying thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, you can pray, but it's like that would be too, that would be like another if like you were a Christian or something like you could still sure. pray or whatever, but that wouldn't be part of like right. Scientology. People hold hands at least at some point. Just a moment of silence, or um, I, yeah. So there's maybe, no there's no know. ritual aspect then. Not not really. I mean, it's not like a, it's not. It's not like a religion that's based on a lot of like traditions. I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, it's more like it's more about your own sort of personal spiritual journey mm-hmm. than like 
it's X day, so we do this. You know what I mean? There isn't, like, the picnic. There isn't, like, the, you know, we're going to go. I, I see what you mean. I no see what no you mean. child sacrifices. Yeah. Only on Sundays. Only on Sundays. Yeah, there's no game to the death where, like, if you lose, you get sacrificed. No. <laughs> No, I mean, does anyone have that? Not anymore. <laughs> South religion? America, they had it for a little bit. <laughs> I think it's what they did to the religions. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's what they—that's what they did to Christians, right? Yeah. It was like you would—you'd go in like in the Colosseum and you'd like have to like fight a lion. That was uh, some. Uh, that was apocryphal. It turns out. Really? Yeah, it wasn't quite, or at least not what they made it seem. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's funny. It's funny how history. There you go. Yeah, we like to tell fake news. Stories. Fake news. <laughs> I have one last question. Well, I have one question. It should be your <laughs> next title: is fake the fake news. Podcast yeah, gonna sell. In regards to like the the books, right? So there's Dianetics, mm-hmm. right, which was written as the original book. Yep. So like, but there are more books being published every year. There's just one no. set of books. No, there's one set of books. Okay. What like what is the set of books called? Like what are they? How many books is it? Like, uh, there's like about, I think, eight or nine. Eight or nine. Okay, um, eight or nine books. And there's no, I mean, there's no real like, it's basically like if you were. In another, in any other religious term, it'd be like the scripture, right? Sure. That would be like the the writings of the religion, right? Of like sure. laying out what the principles are. Got it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he basically he started he started researching the mind, then he wrote Dianetics, mm-hmm. and then he kept researching. And he found that he was actually basically dealing with um, in the realm of the spirit, Endless right? Spirit, and that's yeah. why it became a religion because mm-hmm. he was dealing with religious themes. Cool. Um, and that's what the, the books basically outline his his sort of like history of, of research and discovery. Interesting. You know, when uh, Martin Luther King wrote a letter to Birmingham jail, he was writing to all the different religious scholars, Christian pastors, uh, Jewish rabbis. And he actually included L. Ron Hubbard in that letter. Oh, snap. He did? Yeah, but L. Ron Hubbard didn't show up to help him out. That's messed up. <laughs> that was, when know. was that? Uh I don't know, during uh, segregation. It's like 64? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm messing. I don't think he didn't include him in that letter. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he got us. I was like, wow. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's good, good Black History Month. Yeah, yeah. Black History Month tie in there. Tie in, yeah. yeah. Did you guys have Tag. a Black History Month tie in? Like, did you guys, hey, Black, Sci- black Scientologist, what's up? Like, I don't know. No, not, not that I knew of. Well, I, I think it's a great place to end it on yeah. uh, the MLK joke. Yeah. yeah tie it together Good. nicely. Wonderful. Yeah. Dick, Shout out to MLK. Shut up Black yeah. History Month. Yes. Um, is there any last things you want to say? Like, once again, like, is there an event coming up for Scientology? You want to plug? You want to pitch? No, I would, you know, if you're curious, um, I think it's the website Scientology.org. You can check that out. Um, there's churches like all over the place, Tel Aviv, <laughs> every major city, I think, pretty much. Um, social media just go check it out uh, yeah I think they have like just like the Instagram okay cool I mean you can plug yourself man uh, yeah, yeah yourself. My, <laughs> when are you doing a show when are you doing a show comedy um, when's your next show I don't know when the next one coming up is I'm doing Bahia Hut yes you are obviously in April yeah, yeah uh, it's gonna be sick yes yeah, it's gonna be April third for that third Friday of the month I'm shooting three movies next month actually wonderful so I, I'm not gonna be doing a lot of stand up because I'm gonna be doing that um but, uh, yeah, come check them out. The first one, well, you're not going to check them out, but eventually it will come out. Uh, the first one's called Color, which is a really cool, like, family story um, about, like, a little kid and their imagination and bringing okay. things to life. Uh, second one's called Gone Gray, which is a spy thriller. Um, and the third one is called The Hanging of William Kane. Okay, okay. Which is, like, an old-school Western. I'm playing William Kane. Uh, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Oh wow, you're starring. And what happens in that? Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Um, so that's that's my month of March. Oh wow, busy, busy, yeah, busy, busy guy. And then uh, and then Bahi Hut on Tax Day. Yes, that's yes. gonna be fun. So Dick will be at the Bahi <laughs> Hut uh, April fifteenth in Sarasota at the Bahi on Tamiami Trail. Uh, find me on I am Chris Sanders to have more information on that. And also, make I sure will you be do your taxes. Yeah, make sure you do your taxes, guys. All right, do make your sure. taxes, people. Yes. Uh, and I will be at the Bay Hut March seventeenth, uh, nine p.m. on Friday. It'll be great. We're gonna have Stephen Henry headline. He's nice. a great comic nice. out of Tampa. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Thanks one. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Thanks Appreciate for being it. here. Take care, guys. After high school, actually, I actually wanted to join the Church of, uh, Church of Scientology. I wanted to, 
Uh, but my family couldn't afford the tuition, so yeah, I went to community college afterwards. Uh, where are you guys from? Where are you guys originally from over here? Philly. Philly, alright, word. Alright, you guys have hoagies and stuff and shit. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you guys are a fool. You guys are a fool. Your people are full at all times. What about you guys? Where are you guys from? Israel. Israel. Uh, Israel. Israel. I don't know much about Israel. You know? Jesus is from there. People don't like it. People don't like it, but then if you like Israel, people don't like you because you like Israel. It's really weird. It's like, yes. Yeah, I feel like Israel's like the country music of the world. Like, <laughs> like I like everything except country. Like, but I, <laughs> except that country. <laughs> 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 